0: Not the show. show
1: The Chiefs
0: Welcome to September, everyone. G'day, everybody. Welcome to episode 254 of Not The Footy Show. I'm Warwick Nicholson, and it's taken over a week, but I've got him back on the phone. Mr Rob Cox, welcome back to the show. Hey, mate, how are you going? I am very, very well. You're out in the middle of uh, Cairns at the moment, um, watching someone take a, a plane for a spin. Am I right?
1: Yep, yep. Out here watching a, a flying lesson. Oh, nice. So I don't know. I don't know. If that's a spectator sport, but you know, I'm here anyway, so you uh, know, make the most of it.
0: Uh, nice. No, speaking of spectator sports, um, the poor old Cowboys fans. who thought they were going to be playing Penrith uh, last weekend. <laughs> Had the uh, the reserve grade side turn up. Uh, before we get into the the finals permutations and the matchups and stuff right now it's been a couple of days since the game was played but two things do you agree with penrith resting all their players and the second thing is would you have done? It?
1: Yeah I think so mate I mean look I think resting players the season's fairly long and and quite arduous you know and I know, I know that there's been a a couple that have been rested around mid-season, whether they wanted it or not, they got it. And um, I think it's probably pretty smart from Ivan. They've played a lot of games together. They don't really need to gel, um, you know, and, and Nathan's back this week. Nathan Cleary's back this week. So um, I think I think it's kind of worked out better for them. You know, they're, they're going to go into the finals fairly fresh and I don't think mm. they'll be underdone.
0: Yeah, I... I... I like it as long as they never complain about another team doing it again um, in the future. And if that happens to cost them a spot in the top eight, knowing um, the CEO of the Panthers, (laughs) he will complain about something. Uh, Good old Brian Fletcher. Uh, I don't mind them doing it. They had a four-point lead uh, going into the game, so into the last round. So good luck to them. Uh, And I also wonder, though, had they uh, not won the comp last year, whether they would have done it this year. That's the big question for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, mate. I think, look, I think, um,
1: I, I think Ivan Cleary as a coach has really grown in the last two or three years as far mm-hmm. as his, obviously, his experiences go and, um, and he's probably doing things the way that he'd like to do them now and, and, you know, good luck to him. I mean, when you've got a four point break on everyone, you can afford to lose a game and blood a few youngsters and um, they'll probably be better for that in the future, the, the yeah. club, uh, Panthers club. So,
0: um, fair play to them. It was a six point gap, actually. They ended up being only four points clear of the Sharks. That's right. In the end, uh, we have a final series. We have four cracking games to open up the 2020 seri- 2022 series. Sorry. Uh, Penrith Parramatta yep. Friday night, Melbourne Canberra on Saturday afternoon in Melbourne, Canola North Queensland in front of three people on Saturday night, and East versus South in the new stadium in the back to back. Uh, Bunnies Roosters games on Sunday. Any issues with the way they scheduled the uh, finals, Cocksmith? No,
1: you know, I, look, a, a few years ago, I would have said that, um, uh, you know, that the games need to be play, played in front of, um, you know, big crowds at, at big stadiums. And, and, you know, I can see why, why some journalists are, um, you know, squawking to the heavens about uh this couple of the smaller grounds um being played at you know in as much as um Corronella Cornella's home ground only holds 12,000 people or something yeah. at the moment and Penrith only holds about 20 22, 000 people so uh you know I can see that I can see that that's the way it is but they're, they're the they're the they're the nRL rules if you win if you if you finish in the top four sorry in the yeah in the top uh uh, his first, second, you, fifth, his or sixth. First, sixth. second, fifth, or sixth. You get a home, a home game, and and you know unless the NRL is going to, uh, you know, way before the final series is played, are going to say, look, we're going to hold all of the games at either one of three stadiums. Um, then so be it. I mean, it'd be really, it'd be really hard though, wouldn't it? If it, you know, let's say for for instance, the Cowboys, um, you know, if they were forced to take their home game to to probably uh, Lang Park or whatever it's called these days, Suncorp, mm. um, they'd be annoyed.
0: Um, so I, I think the well, first... It's the... happened in the past under our nice yep. reactionary yep. Uh, thing. Canberra's had that issue without not being able to yep. play any of the prelims down there. Uh, yep. Obviously, it's a new stadium in Townsville, so it's less an issue. I think the NRL was um, hedging their bets on this decision until it looked like Cronulla were going to be second because mm. if they'd made a call saying that you had to play it there there's a chance that the Sharks could have played the Storm in the first week, and that yep. may have been a bigger crowd puller than the Cowboys. Potentially, they were also always looking pretty good in regards to. It was unlikely Cronulla were going to be playing a Sydney team in that first that second versus third matchup. So I think it was a hedging of the bets because I know I know even just you know four or five years ago, uh, the Sharks played the Cowboys at the SFS in week one of the final series yep. uh, when they were trying yep. to defend their title, and the Cowboys went all the way. To the GF that was played at the SFS. I have no issues with the first week, uh, but the second week onwards, it needs to be at the bigger grounds. Um, I think, oh, I think
1: so. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think so, and I think they need to nominate those grounds. Um, you know, whether it, whether it's at uh, the Sydney Football Stadium or whether it's at Parramatta. But it, if they're gonna if they're gonna do that, then they need to, in in my opinion, um, home ground advantage f- first week, but there can be no home ground advantage second week.
0: But what's, means, the, what's the crowd cut off? I guess is the question I'm going to put it to you. Then is, well, is I, I, I,
1: I don't think it. I don't think it matters, right? And what I'm saying is, is the first the first week anything goes, yep. right? wherever your home ground is, that's it. But the second week, you cannot get advantage from a home ground. So, for example, if the Roosters make it through uh, and they're they're the higher level finisher than whoever they're about to play, they can't play at the Sydney Football Stadium. I think that that game should be at Parramatta. Unless okay. they're playing against Parramatta, so there should be no home ground advantage, <laughs> yeah. right? Now I know that I know that there'll be people out there going, "Oh, but what about Souths on if they make the grand final?" Yeah, look, that's that is a that is definitely a point, but unless you're going to make a broad rule that any game any any ground where a grand final can be played cannot be a home ground to anybody, then you're always going to have that little grey area. But I think that if you're going to take home grounds
0: away from people in the se- in the from the second week onwards, it has to be away from their home. Well, we used to have that That's back in I the think. day when you played the SFS was the place you played the finals. And, yep. uh, and I guess we've moved on from there. I just wanted to uh, call out stunning, but a little bit of um, uh, picking and choosing from the great uh, leader, PVL. Uh, if you recall, we didn't do a pod uh, when the announcement was made around the grand final where it would be played and he made a big song and dance about, you know, uh, we need to have... The most money it needs to be able to make the most money, um, etc. etc. It's all about that. Not a single lick of care factor for the Sydney faithful fans who'd lost their grand final the year before. It wasn't about them, it was all about money. And then he came out this week and said, Oh no, we need to look after the Sydney fans and let them have home games in Sydney. I mean, it's really the people's game. I just, the, the bloke, honestly, to great, quote the great Frank Stanza one more time, this guy, this is not my kind of guy. Uh, I'm with you. I think that the. the Home ground advantage shouldn't necessarily be there after week one. But in saying that, SFS and Combank make the, makes the most sense for those games, uh, unless it's a, a full-on Sydney rivalry. In that case, you might play it at um, Stadium Australia. Uh, so like, yep. Parramatta-Penrith should be it. Really, if it's in the second or third week, it needs to be at Stadium Australia. It can't be it. I don't think it can be at Combank, and I don't think it can be at Penrith. Yep. Yeah, uh,
1: I agree, and 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 what it does then is it just makes it. And I know that that's probably a logistical bit of a logistical headache for the NRL, but they need to put those stadiums on notice and say, look, this yeah. is the way it's going to be. If Parramatta play in the second or third week, we can't play it at Parramatta. We're going to have to play it at Acor Stadium. And if and if, if the Roosters make it through, we can't play it there. We're going to have to play it either at Homebush or at or at um, Parramatta. So that that's the way I think it should be. If you're going to be fair, you've got to be fair. You know, I mean.
0: Um, well, that's I, one well, thing the NRL isn't, isn't when it comes to the draw.
1: I Yes, I know that. I know that. Certainly when there's a 25-round a competition mm. with twenty uh, with 17, 16 teams, sorry, um, then it can't be fair. So there's always going to be winners and losers. But as far as home grounds go, you know, I, look, the other thing that I didn't, I didn't, didn't even know this, but um, apparently the clubs don't make a cent from mm. their gate takings during finals. It's all NRL money. So the NRL gets all of the money from finals. Yeah. So they're doing themselves out of some coins.
0: That's what makes no but... sense with the whole PVL comments. It's all about money, then it's not about money. But it's your money. Yeah. So, dude, mm. like, anyway, are we expecting to be across all this stuff? No. Uh, let's start with Friday night. Uh, it's Penrith-Parramatta. Parramatta in the top four. Does it sit, sit well with you? Do you think I deserve to be there? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, look, the only, th- the only reason why I'm going to say yes is because they've beaten probably the two... St- arguably the two strongest teams in the comp in, yep. in Penrith and Melbourne. They've beat them both this year. They beat Penrith twice, um, mm-hmm. you know, defending premiers. Um, and so, yeah, I say Parramatta do deserve to be there. I still think that they can look a little bit wobbly against, especially against teams below them mm-hmm. um, on the ladder. They they seem to not kind of turn up and not have their heads on, um, which must be really frustrating for the coach because, um, like him or loathe him. I, I've got to take tip the hat to, to Brad Arthur this year. He, he's he's got them, he's managed to get them into a position that looks pretty strong. Yeah. Um, you know, and and he's beaten Penrith twice. I mean, they if you were going to take on Penrith, you want them in the first week of the finals and Melbourne twice. Yeah. Um, uh, Melbourne once, I believe.
0: I thought they played him start of the year and
1: then, um. I think they only beat them once, mate. But you yeah, have okay. to check up on that. I will, I will I believe talk, yeah.
0: I believe it's two and one. Um,
1: no, nah, it's two, two, direct, and two and of
0: course- Two and zero. Oh. They beat them in round three.
1: Oh, did they? Okay. So they've beaten both of those teams twice. Okay. Yeah, yeah look, I, I think... But I think Parramatta really want to take on Penrith in the first week yep. to... You know, it'll be a real... If they do beat Penrith, and, and let's be honest, they've beaten them twice already this year. If they do beat Penrith, it's a really good psychological boost and a big confidence boost. And they're a real confidence team, especially, you know, with players like with with Gutho and and Mitch Moses are both very much confidence players. Um, who knows? Who knows what's in store for Parramatta? I'm not going to say they're, they're going to win the comp, but it'll go a long way to... Um, you know, to uh, achieving that if they if they knock off the Premiers on um, Friday night.
0: I remember five weeks ago we were saying they got smashed by Brisbane 36-14 to 14 at, at Combank, And we looked at their drawer yep. and we just, uh, yeah, they might struggle. They had Penrith, Manly, Souths, Bulldogs, Broncos, Storm. That was their run. Yep. Yep. They lost They lost two of those, uh, one of those games. They lost to yep. the Bunnies 26-0, but they beat the Panthers 34-10, Manly 36-20. Although who didn't beat Manly at the end of the year, uh, Eels forty two uh, Eels beat them uh, Bulldogs forty two to six. They smashed Broncos fifty three to six, and then they played. I think was their one of their more complete games of the season last uh, week against Melbourne when they won 22-14. So I have no dramas with them being in the top four. At the end of the day, uh, you sold chestnut, but your record is what it is. And they won um, hmm. sixteen of their twenty four games, and they finished ahead of Melbourne, uh, Penrith. Just, it's, it's a funny one, with no Cleary for five weeks and Luai only playing two of those games. It's a, it's a weird one, but you're not sure what they're going to show up, what the, what they're going to put on the field, not in terms of personnel, but just the style of football, because it's just been a while since we've seen the full-strength Penrith run around. Um, it's a weird one. This right. is I just say, this is the time to get Penrith. You're going to get them if you're para.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're probably going to be a little bit rusty. Um you know, the the one thing about Penrith though, um, which we've seen happen over the last couple of years, is they, you know, they they will hang with you. They, you might get ten or twelve points on them, but once they kind of get a little bit warm, mm. you know, they they won't let you just run away with it with a score. So if Parramatta are to win this game, they've got to be playing for the full eighty minutes because Penrith aren't going to give you a whole lot. Um, when they've lost, they haven't really lost big, other than last week, um, when the you know the, the junior oh, the game panthers gets, were playing the game against the
0: eels when Cleary got sent off. They did get um,
1: that's yeah, that's right. Here. But they but but panthers panthers played great in the second half of that game too. Correct. So they came out of the sheds and, and turned up. But you know I, you're right. Who who knows? We haven't seen them play at full strength um, for at least five weeks. So it will be a little bit of a um, little bit of a lucky dip, I think, for the first 10, 15 minutes. And that's where Parramatta has to really turn up and come out of the shed and really turn the screws on on yep. Penrith if they've got any hope to win. They have to come out firing. They can't feel their way into the game because, um, you know, that, that's not the way to beat Penrith.
0: Okay, we've butted up the bread of uh, Parramatta for the last five, or six minutes.
1: Mm.
0: Are we kicking them, though?
1: I'm not tipping them. I'm, no. gonna, I'm tipping Penrith for that yeah. game, and I'm tipping Penrith. Um, you mentioned before you'd like some scores. I, yep. I think Penrith by ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the final score will be. Call it no, that's all right. Give us the margins, fine. 12 I think yep. ten points. Um, you know, but but again, this is one. This is one that you probably wouldn't put your house on because Parramatta mm-hmm. have had the wood on them, and Parramatta have been playing together um, pretty strongly for the last six weeks, and, and Penrith coming off a bit of a break from their chief playmaker. Uh, it's a it's a little bit of a little bit of a toss up, you know.
0: Uh, I'm liking the the, the match up, not so much in the halves or in the backs or the front row. I'm liking the edge matchup. Sean Lane is playing fantastic footy, and if he has a great September, he I reckon he ends up on the um, kangaroo uh, squad for the World Cup. Uh, and Isaiah Papali'i, those two on each side, up against Kikau, who's been playing spectacular all year, and Liam Martin. Who's coming back from injury? It's a, it's a, it's a one of those ones. The second row is you don't generally do the old matchups, but very, very, very tasty. And I'm going to go with Penrith as well. I got them by six. Uh, like you said, Parramatta start well, and you know this is this is definitely there for them. But I'll take Penrith to go through this match and uh, set up a um, prelim final in inverted commas at home. Uh, Melbourne, Canberra is the next game, sir. Uh, I said this to you before we jumped on the pod. So we we're catching up quickly. If I had to pick any of the, I guess, the bottom other five teams, uh, so that's Parramatta, Melbourne, East or Souths, who I wanted to play in week one, it would have been Melbourne. Uh, do you disagree with that if you're a Canberra fan? I, I do.
1: I, I'd rather play Souths
0: than, than Melbourne. Um,
1: but you know what? When, you, when you're in sudden death football, uh, you may as well try and uh, knock out a team that's above you. Um, it's, um, it's all or nothing. Yep. Um, for, for both of those teams, uh, really. Um, that there's a chance that they that, that you know one will go and uh, or, or the Melbourne could go. I mean, so it's 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 really Sudden Death football. Um, mate, I like the Raiders in this game, but it'll also depend on who runs on the field in the purple
0: team. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Jerome you know, Hughes we playing? the big one?
1: That's that's the big question. If Jerome Hughes isn't playing. I'm taking the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he is playing, I've I've, I've got to take the Melbourne, Melbourne Storm.
0: How's your butt? Is it a bit sore on the fence there or what?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I
0: told you my parameters and I'll, <laughs> I will stick to them. Um, but, you know, I, I, look, what are the chances of Hughes missing out? Pretty good. He's got apparently a tear. It's not just a strain or a cramp. He's got a tear in his calf. So I don't think Bellamy... Can afford not to play him, but then that brings the whole question of: Do you then have to carry Cooper Johns on the bench? And, I mean, Melbourne don't always use their four plot, four guys on the bench as it is, but if Hughes can't last, then it's the Cooper Johns monster show, uh, which mm. has looked good and terrible in the last month. And it's one of those Co- things.
1: Um... Yeah, Cooper Johns has definitely improved in the last. Mm you know, 18 months, two years, and and so much so, I wouldn't be surprised if he he finds himself another club soon because he could probably get a bit of coin. Um, You know, he's obviously got the the family lines, the family bloodlines of uh, being a fairly decent player, and I think with more time, he'll be good. But, you know, to win, to win, Melbourne has to have Jerome Hughes for, you know, probably at least 60 minutes of that game um, to, um, you know, to really... uh, Drive the nail into the coffin of the Raiders. I think, it just I think frees up Munster. It
0: frees up Munster. You reckon they're specials it if does. he doesn't play? I
1: think the Raiders are specials if, if
0: Hughes doesn't play. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The, the Munster brilliance has been there in the last six weeks. And it also has been on display as not being quite enough when Hughes isn't there. They've lost their last yep. two. They've lost to the Roosters 18 14 and Parra 22 14. And that scoreline in that last game uh, flattered Melbourne from a um, way the game played out point of view. He's well, obviously to, the to, hold, yeah. to hold Melbourne to
1: fourteen points, um, both of those teams uh, mm. is pretty good. So Melbourne, you know, without Hughes, uh, are probably only going to score, you know, somewhere between ten and sixteen points. Um, and I, I think the Raiders have got a little bit more in them, mate. Um, I know they scored a lot more last week, which we'll mm. cover later on. But but I I would not be surprised if the if the Raiders do a number on on um, Melbourne this week.
0: I'm going to say positive. Raiders fan after all we we did uh, come back from the dead that you declared I think after about round 11 or 12 told me not only was uh, the organization in peril but um there was no chance they'd make the eight they're gone I think is the correct terminology you used well and, um, well
1: let's let's be honest for a second we've already had this conversation earlier on today and you keep reminding me every time about Ricky and the Raiders and if you want me to get off the Raiders
0: I will um, but, uh, but
1: yeah, we've already we've already gloated a little bit for the day, so
0: relax. All right? uh, I'm looking at Canberra and I'm going, I would have liked them to play Whiten against the Tigers simply just from a momentum point of view, but if he was carrying any kind of injury, I'd get it. Uh, and I think also Ricky may have probably known that they were going to be playing on the Saturday as opposed to the Sunday uh, before that game, so I think that's why why he rested him. We played really good against the Tigers, but we didn't come up against much. Same sort of thing against Manly. The week before was the game that I kind of went, all right, we might have something here. We didn't play well against Newcastle to start. We let them get into the front and it was one of those ones where we were expected to win. If we'd won by plenty, that would have been great for us, but we found a way to hold them out and then come back and win. There's things about this Canberra team that get me excited. We're not going to run the table and go all the way, but I did buy grand final tickets, so, you know, that could still happen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I'm going Canberra by two. It's to me it's down to that forward pack in the middle for Tupine and Papalii uh making making inroads through melbourne which has been their problem of like they are getting run through the middle a bit melbourne especially when you move nelson to an edge you kind of you're asking a lot of well, Jesse. And, Jesse and
1: why have why have they done that is that, is is do you think coach bellamy is trying to hide nelson and maybe not get him so involved so he doesn't do himself a mischief because
0: you know they're
1: watching him I think it was but a matchup thing.
0: I think it was right. them going. We're going to either run him at Reynolds or uh, Ezra Mam in that game where they won by sixty, and it worked. Mm. And so he sort of kept going with that. And he tried to run him against Sam Walker. Um, mm. It's just the problem is you take him out of the middle and you lose a bit of go forward. It's a it's a tough one. I, if we're going to beat Melbourne in a, another semi final, which we have done before in recent memory, um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with this one. And we've also I think got the second most wins at Amy Park by any team other than Melbourne. So. Stats? Well,
1: well, I think if, if the Raiders win, they win by eight. And if Melbourne win, they win by six. Okay. I'll go Canberra by two. Uh,
0: the winner of this game, Melbourne-Canberra, uh, will take on the loser of Penrith and Parramatta in the second week. Um, so that is very interesting. So that game will be in Sydney uh, in week two. The second half of the draw, uh, Cronulla, who just had a really, really good year. Uh, second, I think they won was it um 16 18 from 24 games that's yeah, it's a fair old Craig Fitzgibbon effect uh, and their defense was I think the sec the third best in the competition. Um, Par- Penrith had the best at 330 against Cowboys 361 and Sharks 364 but it's the ability to score points that gets me excited about uh, Cronulla uh, especially in this matchup against the Cowboys Cotsman.
1: Yeah, look, I, I mean, Cronulla, Cronulla have done, I agree with you, Cronulla have done exceptionally well this year and, you know, new coach, new team, well, not a new team, but, you know, a, a few new faces in that team. Um, and, um, you know, I, I I, think, to be perfectly honest, I I, I think they're going to go all the way to the last day of the competition, um, uh, you know, and I think Nico Hines is a, is a dead certainty for a kangaroo tour. Um, as is a couple of other fellas in that team. Um, so I think they've done amazingly well. Um, and I think they win week one, mate, and they probably win by eight to ten.
0: Okay, eight to ten. I've got them by four. It's, it's it's the fact it's in Sydney. If the Cowboys had found a way to have that game in Townsville, I probably would have reversed my tip. Um, that's how significant I think the home ground is for North Queensland. Whereas Cronulla, mm-hmm. uh, 10,000 fans screaming in at Shark Park. I think that'll be a big factor for them. Uh, And the Cowboys set it for a number of weeks, number of months. Really like the kind of football they play. I just have a concern about how it's going to go in September. I just don't know if you can play with that freedom in a game where another team might pull you to the ground and just hold on to you forever. I don't think that translates great to uh, September footy. Having said that, Yeah, I got them completely wrong. I had them 15th at the start of the year and they finished third. So (laughs) well done, Cowboys. I'm going uh, Cronulla by four. I think Will Kennedy is a chance coming back, although Lockie Miller has been doing a good job for Cronulla at fullback. Um, They just have points. If if North Queensland find a way to um, make Nico Hines not want to run the ball, they are a big threat. But the guy who deserves a lot of credit this year for what he's done in terms of comeback player of the year, it's very close to Matt Moylan. What a year he's had. He's been superb. Absolutely, yeah,
1: I, yeah. I totally agree, mate. I, I, I dead set thought he was gone for yep. for all money and gone forever, uh, but he's reinvented himself and he's he looks fit and uh, you know he's uh, he's he's done really well and he's really he's really thriving under under coach Fitzgibbon there,
0: mate. He is. Uh, so we both go on Cronulla. Uh, that means North Queensland would then host the winner of the next game on Sunday, which is East and South. Yes, the SFS. Well, that's a delicious game. That's it delicious. is delicious. Game, it? The big question mark is not on Joseph Manu. The, the story is that he has a calf tear and will definitely not play this week. Wait for him to get named by Robinson tomorrow. Uh, but the other player is uh, Cam Murray, who has been concussed, is it two or three times this year? At least um, one big one in origin, another one where he came back on, and I think one, maybe one other game of, of regular football. He has to play for South to have a chance, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah I agree.
1: Well was he also uh concussed in the grand final last year?
0: A fairly a good, good question. one in the definitely grand final. definitely um an origin in years past. Um well origin but, this year, he was he was sparked out in origin. And in I think origin. the year before, two years before that. He's he's in big games it, it is an issue. I, I couldn't tell you categorically whether that happened in the grand final i can look it up while you uh talk about yeah. the game
1: i i i think i think he did go in the grand final last year um but you know yeah he, this is the thing about concussions right we can't have it can't be like the judiciary where we have rules for the competition and rules for <laughs> for yeah. origin and then rules for finals it, it has to be player welfare has to be uh, pretty hard and fast. And, and you know, I know that they're very different sports, but in boxing, if you get knocked out, it's three months. Mm. You know, yeah. three months. You sit down for 12 weeks. You cannot compete again. They will go back and they'll train the next week. They can't stop them from training. Yep. But you can't compete. You can't, you know, be in a competition, a, a, a uh, combat competition uh, if you get knocked out. Um, whereas rugby league, I mean, he was knocked out. He was, he was sleeping. Yep. And it seems that sometimes some players can come back and other times, um, you know, especially when they when they're when we're in the beginning and the middle of the year, they'll sit down for four or six weeks. Um, but we get towards the end of the year and they'll even wheel them out for the press conference and <laughs> uh, you know, start pretending yeah. that, you know, he, oh he woke up and didn't feel one side effect from getting knocked out the night before. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I got knocked out a couple of times playing football and I don't think I ever not had it. I didn't never had. A non side effect, you yeah. Know? Um, there's always some spaciness or some, you know, some side effect, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not too sure. I, I, I'm not too sure that the NRL has a mandatory kind of a thing. I think it's up to the clubs. Although mm-hmm. he is meant to be seeing a specialist to get past this week because of uh, his frequency of knockouts and also the the uh, um, when the last one while was, but. If he gets, if the specialist gives him the green light, he's he's back on the field, and um, you know. But I don't think that I don't think the, the the South Sydney team can win without him. Yeah. Um, not a, not a game like this. In fact, I'm going to go so far as to say, even if he does play this week, I think
0: the Roosters are are red hot. I yep. know they're going to be missing Manu. Yeah, um, it's a massive element to their their whole game. It's not just oh, he might get the ball in the twenty. No, no, he he's in everything that play.
1: But watch, you know, watch for Watch for Suali'i to, mm. um, you know, he, he's. I reckon he's going to get a. He'll be at right center
0: um, with Momoroski to main. And does he get? Does position. he get the same freedom as Manu gets? Even though he hasn't done it yet this year, does does Robinson pull out swiftly and say play the same well, role?
1: I, well, I, I think Robinson has to. Mm. I think Robinson has to. They they have to win this game. So I reckon it might be a little bit of a suck it and see approach. But you know, after about fifteen minutes or twenty minutes of settling in, I think he he does get a license. To, to roam and to do what he sees fit and what he can do, and they'll they'll want him to be touching the ball a lot. Um, and you know, I, I, I obviously they're out of centers because you don't play Drew Hutchinson at left center if you've got more options. Okay, oh, there's, so there's stories they,
0: going around that he's got photos of Robbo. That's that's the story going around. They're, they're that's allegedly, I'm not joking, trips. I'm making that up, I'm making that up just to be clear.
1: It, they're running dry for troops, so hmm. they need uh, Suali'i
0: to to because Tupu his may not game, play but... either. Tupu's probably not going to play.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, what does that do? Does that open the option for Gildart to start?
0: Well, or um, you bring Kevy left wing, Kevin in. because he look shaky last week, mate? Mm. It's a funny yeah, one. I I, I, it's this is the open game of the of the round uh, because South at their best is good enough, and South with Mitchell. Doing what he wants is good enough. South with Cody Walker, not trying to take people's heads off, makes them good enough. Uh, I'll stick with the fact that Teddy is playing like Teddy. Uh, Walker's playing great football right now, and Kiri especially is looking dangerous. Um, They've got they've revived Angus Crichton on one edge, and their forward pack is deep. Uh, I'm going to stick with uh, the Roosters, but only by two. Yeah, look,
1: I'm I'm going to take the Roosters. I'm going to say the Roosters by six. Yep. I, I think it's right what some of the, uh, you know, the, the fellows like Gus have been saying, that um, the Roosters will run out of gas soon. Um, they'll run out of players uh, and probably run out of gas. Um, I don't think they can make it all the way to the last day uh, of the comp, but I think that they're going to have enough. If they, uh, like I mentioned earlier on on the phone, call away from the potter, I think they've got to keep the ball away from Luttrell a bit and not give yep. him too many, uh, opportunities to run at a, a broken defensive line, um, but Kiri and Sam Walker are, are smart enough to to probably play a, a, a you know a game where the ball goes into touch quite a lot, um, so that they're, he's
0: running at a at least a defensive line, um, and yeah, I, I like that probably... tactic, Coxmith. I don't think you said to me the other day. I really like that because one of the things about Mitchell is he can sit back and watch a lot. Yep. And if you're going from restarts like that, he's going to let everybody else do those little hard hit ups. And that's not a yep. criticism of him; it's just the way he plays. He doesn't, yeah. Do it unless he, he doesn't. Does it. He doesn't do a, too much grunt work, hmm. um, Latrell. He doesn't like.
1: He's not one of those players that wants to come out of his own end. He wants to run it at uh, a moving defensive line, not a set defensive line. Yep. Um, and I think it would annoy him if uh, the Roosters. Uh, you know, kicked for the sideline, um, and even if they even if they rip themselves off ten or fifteen minute meters for each kick rather than kicking it deep, uh, I think you know to to run to to get him to run at a set line is much more of a uh, imposition for him than it would be for the Roosters to lose ten or fifteen meters each play. So yeah. um, I think I think that's that's what I would do. I'm I'm definitely not a super coach or anything, but that's what I would do, and I'd try and keep him as leastly involved as I could, if that's a word, if that's a term. Um, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't want him running at my broken
0: line. This game we played actually in the afternoon, which is fantastic because we get a game at the new SFS during the daytime. Cannot wait to see that. Uh, it's just, there's something about afternoon football in the finals, the SFS, even if it's a new ground. I just want to see it uh, and see what the, uh, the light situation with the sun, sunlight is. Because remember the old SFS, They didn't really take into consideration afternoon football when they designed it. Uh, Well, here's the question. Here's the question about the Sydney football stadium, mate.
1: Uh, I know a few people that went last week. um, And every one of them, every single one of them that I spoke to, said that there's not much difference between the new one and the old one. Mm. Now, the Australian (laughs) government spent um, uh, a bit (laughs) over three quarters of a billion dollars on that stadium. Yeah. um beers are now more expensive
0: if you do mm. that way because oh, we've, we've, um, we've we've upgraded it you see for the fans it's four, fourteen dollars a beer um, and uh, a you
1: know no i know but if you want to have a drink uh, and drink responsibly uh, it's going to cost you um mm. even if you want if you want to have three let's say you, you don't have three beers across a space of three hours right um that's almost going to cost you 50 bucks uh, mm. for three beers um and from from what i've been told as well the roof uh doesn't look like it'll keep patrons dry which was um <laughs> one of the big things that, about was the big selling the last points?
0: Stadium. uh it
1: was also one of the big whinges about the last one that exactly. it was meant to keep pe- people dry and never did
0: never did uh one of the stories i heard was someone spent 140 bucks on food for four people so Surprising. Um, a bucket of yep. chicken, 60 bucks. Uh, grand final right now. Uh, the win- so the winner of East South plays the loser of uh, Cronulla North Queensland, which I'm not going to say if either of South or East get through, they can both get through whoever they play in that next week. It's just it's yep. the beauty of this composition. It's what we talked about the last pod we did. It's open season. We've got to wrap this up, Coxsmith because we're running out of Zoom free time. Uh, grand final right now. Who is it? Uh, Penrith Cronulla. Bingo. Bango, ditto. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, things yeah. get interesting if there's an upset in the top four in week one. Well, then know, they
1: cross they... over, don't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, Alex Johnson is the Ken our medalist, top try scorer. He scored a billion tries again. He's a genius. Uh, as you were saying about so we Tua Ali, if he goes into the centres, does he then lose the ability to try and shut down Johnson? Because he will have to then rely on someone like Ngwama to play outside and, you know, you got any tips for the um, Roosters uh, right-winger, at stay on your sideline because that's where Johnston's going to be every time he scores a try. <laughs> uh, quickly, Absolutely. very quickly as we wrap up. Brisbane missed the finals. Fair or foul?
1: Fair, yeah, mate. Fair. Absolutely. Um, yep. They look like look what what it looked like to me happened was that Tevi uh, threw all of his eggs into the um, you know the mid year glory basket um, and didn't do what Coach Robinson does, which is uh, plays for the full twenty five uh, uh, rounds um, plus whatever happens at the end. Yep. Um, they just looked like they were redlining for way too long. Uh, looked like they were gassed. They went away from their strategy of of good defense um, and letting uh, Reynolds run the show, uh, and they started to believe that they were some kind of an um, attacking weapon, which they weren't. Um, they just needed to stick with their defence, mate, right? and they went away from the plan. So that's what I'll happens.
0: I'll give Kevy the benefit out in one respect of that, which is this team has not been winning. He needed wins. I get it. I understand why he tried to keep that, you know, maintain the rage and, and get as many wins as he could when they were going well. And it's not foolish to think that way, but as he said in his presser, um, these young blokes and these inexperienced players hadn't actually played it back into the season before, apart from Reynolds and oh. maybe Capewell. So yeah. um, Big, big letdown, early.
1: though, mate. To mm. go from the top four uh, to ninth, um, uh, you know, and having to rely on results to go your way to slide into the um, the, the eight was never never a great um, strategy. And, and, you know, uh, like they say, mate, um, quite often you get what you deserve in rugby league and they didn't deserve to be in the eight. So. I think they're the you
0: first go. team believe rugby League projects where i got it from since the canberra's of 1999 to miss the finals with a um record over 500 uh which is astonishing tigers did they hit rock bo- rock bottom we've only got two minutes left mate did they hit rock bottom yeah i think
1: so mate i think so and 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 it was sad to see i, I like the tigers as i've said before but it, uh you're probably right when you said that they needed to hit rock bottom to to bounce back and uh hopefully do better next year but um Gee, some players need their contracts torn up, mate, and and uh, I think I also think that they're they're pinning their hopes to the wrong a uh, few of the wrong people at that club. I I think mm-hmm. Jackson Hastings is their future. Uh, I don't
0: think um, the other way is their future.
1: Um, do we, as much I as do we, do I don't think that's the future, mate.
0: I agree. Good luck, Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall, Robbie Farah. Um, but at least you're starting from zero, really, literally. Uh, that's the podcast. This is episode two five four. I've been Warwick Nicholson. That's been Rob Cox, and it's been lovely to chat to you. We will maybe do a podcast during the week. Uh, you've got some That's, tips absolutely. and uh, fingers crossed we get a great final series with uh, no controversy from the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> as that. Good here. on you, mate. All
1: right. I'll catch you later. Pepsi.
0: You've been sleeping over there?
1: Pepsi.